Welcome to Real Estate Coaching Radio, starring award-winning real estate coaches and number one international best-selling authors, Tim and Julie Harris. This is the number one daily radio show for realtors looking for a no BS, authentic, real-time coaching experience. What's really working in today's market, how to generate more leads, make more money, and have more time for what you love in your life. And now your hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. Three, two, one. We are back. I want to start out by thanking all of you who have requested a autographed copy of our best-selling book, Harris Rules. And remember, if you would like a free copy of our book, all you have to do is leave us a five-star review. If you, of course, think this podcast merits a five-star review, which hopefully you do, and a pithy comment over on iTunes, and let us know you did it, and that we will send you a um, autographed signed copy of our book, Harris Rules. Now we're gonna we've uh, committed to sending out twenty-five of these. Because as I told you guys yesterday, and I think some of you found it amusing, um, when we originally published the book, like uh, maybe two years ago, we uh, only had an agreement to get so many copies of the book for free. So now when we send you guys a free book, it's free to you, but we're actually going to Amazon and buying it, having it shipped to our house, signing it, and then and we're going then shipping to- shipping it on. <laughs> shipping it on. Yeah. We do not have an elegant solution for this. Uh, so if it does take a little bit longer than you would like, then just bear with us on that. But we will be, and actually I think we'll get uh, Zoe's autograph on these too. Yeah, well, especially <laughs> if they have a special request, we can have, she loves to package these up. Actually, you bring up something important. If you're buying us as a gift and you want us to write it to, you know, some sort of, uh, what's it called when you write inside a book? Uh, a little note a or whatever. A dedication. Thank sure. you. And you want us to write a dedication to the person you're gifting it to or just to you, let us know. Now, if you have, once you have given us a five-star review and left a pithy comment over on iTunes, then please let us know you've done so by going to Instagram and we're at timandjulieharris.com. Follow us on Instagram and then message me and let me know that you did it. And I will receive that message. And remember, do include your address because we need to know where to send the book to. Ideally, if you're uh, just a special note also, if you're not leaving an iTunes review using your real name and you're using some sort of you know pseudonym or whatever, let us know what that was so we can give you credit for it. Or even better, just do a screenshot and attach it to the Instagram message. If you're not on Instagram or if those steps are too complicated, that's fine too. Mm-hmm. You can just text me directly at 512-758-0206. So we've committed to 25. I think we've already received maybe five or seven people um, requesting the book so far. And I suspect after today, we will have all 25 allocated. Will we do another 25? Who knows? We're having a lot of fun with this. And thank you for all of you who have uh, participated thus far. All right. So we are starting a new series today. And this is a uh, series that we have been uh, presenting to you guys since 2014. And every time we do it, we update it and we modify it and we improve it based on you know the previous year or two's experience since the last time we presented it. And this is your five-year success plan. Now, this is for everybody and you're going to notice that this mess or the series we're about to do, it's a five-year success plan. We're going to do it in four days, by the way. Yes. Yeah, so I hope <laughs> you're ready to take some notes. Yeah. So don't be too confused if all of a sudden yeah. your five-year success plan is done in four days. But we're going to do five, uh, four days of presenting on this topic, and it is going to be catering to everyone, not just new agents, not just super experienced agents, but every agent at every stage of their business growth. So get ready to take lots of notes. We're going to go relatively quick. Uh, As always, this is, you know, this is an overview because we've only got you for 30 to 45 minutes every day. And we're going to give you direction on what you should be doing if you want more drill down information on the various points. That's right. So 
This podcast is to give you a specific practical and tactical plan in order to meet or exceed your goals in your real estate career and ultimately in your life in five years or less. So let's start with what we want for you as well as what we don't want for you. As usual in a podcast series, we like to start with a bit of mindset adjustment here. So what do we not want for you? What we don't want for you, there's six things, so my note takers get ready to rumble here. Point number one, we don't want you to be burned out, broken, and beholden to other people or companies controlling your success. Don't build your castle on someone else's land. Remember, if it's meant to be, it's up to me. That's your mantra. Let me add a little PS to that first point, the burned out aspect. 99.9% of the time when you're feeling burned out, if it's not a physiological reason, you know, not enough sleep or not enough exercise or all those types of things, it's always because you're not focusing, you're trying to uh, focus on too many things. And if you think about the word focus, follow one course until successful. So you're trying to do a little of this, a little of that, and you're realizing that none of it's working. And then after a short period of time, you start to feel frustrated because not, nothing's actually working. The only way you're going to accomplish success in this life is if you dedicate yourself to long periods of time of doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And depending on, frankly, how much success you want to have, your uh, long periods of time could be years, could be decades. For Julie and I, uh, we started when we were in our early 20s and we got married and we didn't really have our first jumping off point until we were 40. And that was our goal. That was our goal when we were 40 to be rich where our money works for us and we no longer worked for our money. And at the time, we were going to do it off paid off rental properties, which we did. But we had a long term plan, but it started with a series of five year plans. That's right. And it may seem long to you at the time that you're doing it, but by doing it, it actually shortens the time it takes for you to get there. Little known fact, right? I, again, the importance of having specific goals and, you know, follow one course until successful, that would be you becoming a powerful listing agent. That would be you focusing on what your financial goals are. Is that way you always have a North Star. So if you're, for example, wanting to uh, live off cash flow from passive investments or EXP revenue share or rental properties or whatever it is, you need to run every business decision and every business thought through the filter of whether or not the decision you're trying to come up with based on the you know option suggestion idea you're considering is going to move you closer to that goal or away from the goal. And where it gets really obscure is a lot of you will make, frankly, bad business decisions based on the idea that maybe what you're about to do will someday result in a result. And I'm here to suggest to you that you do not have the luxury of time or excessive cash flow to be rolling the dice on highfalutin ideas that will probably never actually work. Focus all your best energies on things that are going to put money in your pocket in the next 60 to 90 days, and the accumulation effect will be wind at your back. Point number two. Point number two, we don't want you to suffer cash spurts, lack of profitability, and uncertainty, much of which, which you just addressed with focusing on the wrong things or the wrong things uh, at the wrong time. So we don't want cash spurts, lack of profitability, and uncertainty. That's just too stressful. Let's not do that. Point number three, we don't want you to kill your potential grinding away with buyers instead of listings. Remember, buyers are physical labor, listings are mental labor, listings are scalable, buyers are not. And we'll drill down on that in, in the future series. But it here. is incredibly important, especially for all of you who've been in the business uh, during this last, you know, really 10 years, 
where you thought it was normal and natural to buy buyer leads, to pay ridiculous referral fees, to be a buyer's agent on a team, to all these other things. You guys have been taking nothing but half steps towards where you ultimately have to be as a powerful listing agent. And here's the magic that comes from being a listing agent. That's how you create leverage. That's how you create consistent cash flow. Stay tuned. Point number four. Point number four, we don't want you to end the year with little savings and lots of stress. And I have to say one of the most common calls that we're getting and texts that we're getting this time of year are these bigger teams, these small and medium-sized brokerages that have, I mean, honestly, very respectable and huge volume, and yet they have all of the stress and not that much to show for it. Their margins are so slim and their stress is so high. There's a lot of people coming out of what probably will be the last ridiculous boom sellers market of our lifetimes, because it'll probably never happen where the Fed's going to make you know mortgage rates, in essence, as low as they've been. And there's a lot of people that are licking their wounds, wondering why the heck do I have more to show for this 15-year run up in the market where you know supposedly everybody was making money. Well, I'll answer your question why. You are probably running a very low margin uh, business model. Number two, you are probably taking less in commission than you should have in order to stay competitive. So what you're going to do, this is part of your five-year plan, is you're going to pivot to a high profit margin business. Now look, there is a huge difference between huge dollar volume, I sold 400 billion or 500 million or 700 million or 800 million and actual profit. You will be shocked by if you were listening in on some of the calls that Julie and I've had. I would say in the last two weeks, we've had uh, probably 15, maybe 17 calls with different groups, teams mostly, that were doing over 100 million in volume. And the person who was in charge of the team, you know, the team leader, whatever, you know, title they gave themselves, essentially was making a tiny profit margin that has been eviscerated as the market slowed down. Many of them are essentially now doing the big mistake that we saw happen back in 07. They're burning through their personal savings. They're now having, being forced to sell personal assets. If you have the assets to sell, um, you have to sell them. You have to basically make it so that you have the cash flow. But at the same time, you have to be cutting expenses so fast it makes your head spin. You have to, and this is the question I've been leaving all of them, there's two questions. So if you're in this situation, sorry to take this quick pivot, but I have a feeling somebody out there needs to hear what I'm about to say. If you're in a business, if you have a, a team or a brokerage and you're losing money right now or in the precipice of losing money, before you start burning through your personal assets, I want you to ask this one question. If things are going to be a lot, if you knew for a fact that things were going to be a lot worse, you know, I jumped in a time machine. We jumped forward 90 days and 90 days from now, things are a lot worse than they are now. Let's just say that. Whatever the worse is defined by you. There's still a lot of sluggishness in the market. There's, you know, everything that you're dealing with now is compounded by like say three or five X, right? What decisions 90 days from now would you have wished you would have done now? You're looking, you're, it's in the future, 90 days. You're looking back 90 days. What do you wish you would have done? You should be very clear about what you wish you would have done. They're the very things you're resisting doing. And those are the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. There's a great book called uh, Profits Aren't Everything. They're the only thing. You guys should be reading that book. So the secondary question is, it's now 180 days from now. Things have gotten even worse. And what do you wish you would have done today? Now, the reason that I'm posting or I'm, I'm posing the question like that is because I am trying to shock you. I am trying to elicit a little fear in you. I am trying to get you off your ass so you start making the right decisions. So 90 days from now, and 180 days from now, you're not completely and totally, frankly, living in the doghouse. 
That is what I'm trying to do. You need to get ahead of the market shift. Now, if you overcorrect, if you cut overhead, if you stop marketing, if you cancel all your lead buying fiascos and all this other Mickey Mouse that you guys have been chasing forever, if you cancel all of those things and you know those things aren't really working right now anyway, um, and then you decide, well, I want to, let's say it's six months from now and everything's better, and let's say 90 days from now everything's better, add them back. But for now, you guys need to be seriously thinking about some of the things you're doing, especially on the lead buying side. If you had listings, you would not have to buy a single damn buyer lead ever. If you had listings, you're not going to have to pay referral fees. If you had listings, you're not going to have to tolerate all the Mickey Mouse and the financial fiascos that some of you guys have normalized. So if you're in a brokerage situation or if you're in a team situation and you need to figure out a graceful exit from your current business model and it's emotionally and financially painful, I'd be more than happy to have a conversation with you. But I'll give you a little hint here. Part of the conversation is you're moving over to eXp Realty. If you're ready to have that conversation, if you're ready to really have a brass tacks look at your financials, let's have that conversation. I'll help you wade through it and create a very clear, elegant, graceful path forward. Text me directly at 512-758-0206, 512-758-0206. And by the way, if new agents, you know, maybe you're having the best year ever and you want to talk about moving over to EXP Realty, let's have that conversation. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. If you're just getting ready, you're looking for a brokerage upgrade and you're thinking about maybe EXP Realty, um, we have a website that uh, lists out the specific reasons why you'd want to be associated with Julie and I at eXp Realty. Just text the letters EXP to 47372. Just text EXP to 47372. Remember, message and data rates may apply. Next point, Julie. Next point on what we don't want for you is point number five. We don't want you to follow false prophets, gurus, or fake coaches. And there's a whole lot of that swirling around out there in social media with not a lot of filters going on. So no more false prophets, gurus, or coaches. When we are bringing you podcasts, we keep it practical, tactical. Our job is to educate you, motivate you, and move you forward faster than you might do on your own. So be careful not to get distracted. You had an agent tell you this morning that uh, somebody they were working for said that their goal was to be an Instagram star. Yeah, no, no. Or TikTok. Was it TikTok? TikTok, Instagram. They wanted to be famous. Yeah. And this team leader, I was talking to one of his uh, buyer's agents that's moving over to EXP with us, and he said he knew he was with the wrong uh, you know, group when the uh, leader walked in and said his goal at 35 was to be famous on social. And it's the, uh, you know, the guy who was smart enough to realize, well, this ship is definitely not going the direction I want to be going. It's probably going to the bottom of the ocean. So that's the reason he's moving over to be associated with us at EXP. But I want to uh, add some notes to what Julie just said. Julie said fake coaches. Let's talk about that for a second. If you're making a decision, and this isn't just for real estate coaching, this is everybody in general. If you're making a decision, let, let's say, for example, Zoe wants to learn how to play tennis, right? Yeah. Now, what the funny part of that is, is that she's definitely not as high as the top of the net. No. <laughs> <laughs> or she's, so, she's maybe not an obvious natural to this sport. How tall is she? She's like, uh, what, a little over five feet? No, 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 oh, not no, five no, feet, not four, four feet. feet. Yeah, four Barely feet. Barely four feet. Yeah, yeah. So barely four feet. So she's going to be full grown. She's going to be supposedly, if you know the doctors are right, she's going to be a little over five feet. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Well, so I'm saying, suggesting is that tennis is probably not part of her future. That said, she wants to learn how to play tennis. And of course, we're going to comply. So when choosing a tennis coach, now we didn't do this, but if we were really wanting her to be a tennis pro, this is what we would have done. 
or thought she had the capacity for it. You never know, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, there could be a, you know. You never know. They could lower the net. She is fast. She is fast. That's She's for sure. She's very zippy. So when you're searching for a coach or professional, anyone to take advice from in any aspect of your life, you have to be incredibly particular. I don't care what their personality is. I don't care how many people they have following them on social. I don't care how pretty their videos are. None of that crap matters. What you want to know is they actually have the proven ability to deliver results for other people, not just for themselves. So here are the four questions you guys should always be asking, specifically when deciding who you're going to hire as a real estate coach. You should write these down. This will save you an enormous amount of grief. All right, number one, Mr. Real Estate Coach. Let's say Bob says he's a real estate coach. You discover Bob on YouTube. You know, here he is. He claims to be a real estate coach. You're thinking about hiring Bob as your real estate coach. The first question I want you to ask Bob, the YouTube real estate coach, is Bob, have you ever sold real estate before? Now, I know that seems like a really dumb question, but you will be shocked how frequently the people who call themselves real estate coaches have never sold real estate before. Oh, and they have an objection handler for this, by the way. Mm. Oh, it doesn't matter. Sales are sales. Exactly. Matter of fact, one of the most dominant competitors of ours never sold real estate. I want you to think about that. And the reason I'm asking you to think about that is because why would you listen to somebody who's never actually sold real estate at a high level? Julie and I have, have, and the next question will root that out. Next question. Let's say you do find somebody who has sold uh, real estate, who calls themselves a coach. All right, cool. The next question should be, have you sold over 100 homes in a single year? If the answer is yes, well, you probably have somebody that maybe has something to offer. But be weary. That person could have listed a subdivision. Maybe they're you know, working in a rural area and they or listed a building a, or something like that. And they listed a bunch of lots. Or maybe they're down in Miami and they listed two buildings with a bunch of units. You guys get the point? So the next question is, is have you sold 100 homes, single family homes, individual sellers in one year? Have you ever done it? Okay, if the answer is yes to that question, then move on to number three. Have you sold at least 100 homes per year for five years in a row? Now, that question is going to eviscerate most of your potential real estate coaches because, first of all, they none of them probably uh, have all actually sold 100 homes a year. Uh, the third tier of have you actually sold 100 homes per year for at least five years in a row, you'll find that virtually none of them have. Because guess what? That takes somebody who actually not only knows how to sell, but actually knows how to run a business and knows how to do it consistently. Don't you deserve somebody at that level who's going to be your real estate coach versus hiring Bob who never had a real estate license before? Makes sense, right? Now, the fourth question is what we feel to be the most important question. Because here's the interesting thing. You can actually be very good at selling real estate. You can be very good at selling real estate consistently. Does not mean you can show other people how to do it. Does not mean you actually know how to coach other people uh, how to do it. Most people, when they become successful at something, they forget how they even did it in the first place. And so what they start doing is basically just, you know, spawning off about whatever top of mind uh, things they have. Uh, You know, that's the reason that most people are attracted to things like social because it's very seductive. It's very easy to tell someone how to make a YouTube video. But what you want, what you need, what you must have in this marketplace is clear direction how to put money in your pocket quickly, not money in your pocket maybe someday if all the stars align. The social media uh, idea uh, uh, or branding in general of that being some easy, consistent way for you to generate leads is a straight up untruth. Because at the end of the day, you cannot control the result. 
At the end of the day, you can't control what the search engine algorithms are going to do. At the end of the day, you can't control whether or not there's going to be 20 other people that are going to be doing exactly the same thing as you are on YouTube that are going to copy you and basically going to make it so that your message never is heard. At the end of the day, if you're a proactive lead generator, you can proactively contact that prospective seller directly, have that direct conversation, know what to say, how to say it, and convert that into a closed transaction. Why would you waste so much damn? Oh, it's because it's one of it's one to one versus one to many. I get it. I've heard the message before. I'm not a spring chicken. Ultimately, you guys don't have the luxury of one to many because you don't have the money to wait for things to work. So that's the reason in our coaching business, we always have you guys do the one-to-one first, the proactive lead generation first. And after you get that cash flow flowing consistently, then you can add, if you choose to, the marketing, the branding, and the passive lead generation. Don't do it the opposite way. Most likely you'll go broke. Hey, maybe that's the reason that 95% of all agents fail within 24 months. The last question when you're choosing a real estate coach is the most important question. Have you, Mr. Pers- have you, Bob the coach, actually performed 100,000 paid coaching calls? Now, you got to be question- careful when you ask that question because what a lot of them will do is try to basically move the cheese on you when they're answering the question. No, Bob, I don't want to know how many people you've performed in front of on stage. No, Bob, I don't want to hear how many people you've talked to on a podcast even or on you know, TikTok or I don't want to give a rat's ass how many or followers. Or Zoom to your office meeting. Exactly. None of that matters. I want to know how much time have you spent on the phone or Zooms or whatever directly with one individual where they're paying you, you know, to actually perform a service for them called coaching. And this is where you'll discover that none of them qualify. Or if they do, they work for us. Yeah, or if they do, they work for us. That's true. <laughs> Our coaches will all qualify. That's right. But you'll find in the industry right now, and I'll call it the real estate coaching industry, that there's probably only realistically three or four of us, if that many, of all the people that are calling them real estate coaches, themselves real estate coaches, that have actually had a real estate license, actually sold uh, 100 homes a year, actually sold over 100 homes a year, or at least 100 homes for a year, a year for at least five years in a row, and have had over 100,000 coaching calls. There are basically none of us because that takes a hell of a lot of work and you got to be a little bit nuts to actually have that done everything I just said. <laughs> That's true. Obviously, Julie and I qualify in all those measures and so do all of our coaches. So be very particular about who you listen to. And Julie has this great analogy of when a plane's looking to land if he's off, if the pilot's off by one or two degrees. That's right. I, and I think it is just about one degree. I read this, I forget which pilot nerdy thing I was looking at, but they were talking about how you know, when the plane is in the air and the heading, you know, they have their flight plan and they're going from this town to that town. If it's off even by a degree and you're about 500 miles out by the time and you stay off by just one degree, by the time you get to where you think you're going, you're off by like 200 miles. That's pretty significant. There might not even be an airplane airplane to land that jet. Some of you guys are off by more than one degree because you're following these false gurus, false prophets who haven't sold real estate, haven't sold real estate at a high level, haven't done it in a variety of different types of markets, price range, neighborhoods, and types of real estate. And I have to add something to your last point, Tim, with regards to over 100,000 paid coaching calls. Here's one of the big differences as well. There are people out there that might make it through the first question or two, but when they go to, quote, coach someone, it's their way that worked for them. That's the only thing they know how to do. They're not sensitive to your market conditions. You know, when we coach people in L.A., it is completely different than somebody who's selling in, say, Indianapolis. 
And that's 5,000% different than somebody in Manhattan. It's you have to be, and not, not to mention their price range, their background, their education, their tendencies, their personality, everything goes into play here. And when you have done more than 100,000 coaching calls, which we stopped counting, I think it has to be close to eight or 10 years ago, when we both surpassed that a piece, that gives you the flexibility of being able to help a multitude of people in a multitude of situations, not just coaching you to their way or the highway. Like only, you know, uh, what is it? Referral only. That's the only thing I know how to do, right? That's, and that's, that's great for a spoke, but if that's, that can't be the only thing that you're doing. It's not going to give you what you need. Or maybe I'm the TikTok guy and, and you're not even comfortable on video. That doesn't make sense. Guys, think about how it's just so funny. I, and we're going to get to the uh, second section of today's show in a second. But I shared with you guys a, a subject line of an email I got the other day from a very well-known, and this is air quotes, coach. The subject line is, do you want to be uh, like a, a fam famous on YouTube or something like that? Do you so, want to be a YouTube star? That's what it was. And so this person was basically appealing to your vanity. They were appealing to your narcissism. They were appealing to the lowest common denominator that has absolutely nothing with you help uh, to do with you helping people and make money. They were saying, okay, what do all these agents want more than anything? You know what they want? Recognition. They want to be recognized. They want to feel important. I'm going to feed them what they want. I don't care whether it actually helps them or makes them money. That's the difference. And what did Julie and I do? Who the hell other than us is going to say in order to have long-term increasing levels of success, you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That is the least seductive marketing <laughs> message that frankly anyone's ever said, but it is the truth. There is no bullshit to that. It is the truth. We will always say it. We have always said it since we created it. Don't copy it. If you're listening, it's copywritten. If you want ever increasing levels of success in your business and personal life, you have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I mean, can you imagine somebody showing up to be a Navy SEAL and he's in buds or, you know, I suppose she, there are some gals that have tried to be SEALs and, uh, oh, I'm sorry. I don't want to put that damn log and be, you know, sandy and cold. I don't want to I don't actually, feel like it. I don't want to get up at 4 a.m. and run five miles. I don't feel like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm not ready yet. I don't have passion for actually, you know, jumping out of a plane. Oh, I'm sorry. Can you imagine? Wait, I, wait. I want to role play it a few more times. <laughs> exactly. I mean, can you imagine if our military, uh, I mean, you guys know that the people that actually make things happen in this world, they don't wait around for some Mickey Mouse emotional alignment of the stars. They do what they don't want to do when they don't want to do it at the highest level. Oftentimes they have a coach or in the case of the SEALs, they have SEAL director or SEAL, whatever they're called, that are actually making them do the work. You guys get the point? You already know what we're saying is true. Some of you just don't like it because you don't want to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. So the question I have for you is how much longer are you going to needlessly suffer, essentially waiting for somehow mystically you're all of a sudden going to be able to follow your passion and the money will follow? All these things are elegant lies, guys. The reality of it is, is your highest and truest purpose on this planet, and you know this is true intuitively. I don't even have to say it, but I'll remind you is to be of service to other people. The way for you to be of service to other people as a real estate professional is to have the skill set that those people are willing to pay for and do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. On the other side of that is, yes, recognition, but the other side of that is actually consistent cash flow. And you have such a profound feeling of purpose that, frankly, many of you will have never have experienced it outside of maybe being a good parent, honestly. 
You know, that's really what it comes down to because you are helping people where other people can't help people. You're going to walk into real estate meetings and everyone's going to talk about the latest trend on TikTok or wherever the hell the social du jour is then. And you're going to like kind of walk past, listen. You're not going to be rude. You're going to kind of laugh to yourself. You know, you're going to think to yourself, wow, this is you know absolute silliness because you're off to a listing appointment. And oh yeah, that same morning you set another list appointment for the next day because you were doing the real work of real estate. You guys get the difference? That's where Julie and I come from. Look, we know our message isn't for everybody and that's fine. If it's for you, guess what? It's opportunity for you to join Premier Coaching for free. It's a very simple process. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just simply go to premiercoaching.com. And yes, that does include a daily semi-private coaching call. So text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. All right, Julie, let's go on to the second part. What do we want for you? What we do want for you. Point number one, we want you to have a definitive plan to follow so you'll have direction and won't have to guess at what to do to succeed. Very common thing you guys say. I've pulled in so many directions, I don't know what to do. Point number two, we want you to have goals in five areas of life to keep you inspired. Use your real estate treasure map, which you get as soon as you are a premier coaching client. It's your it's your fill-in-the-blank business plan. I know it's a little bit of an obscure name, but there it is. Yeah, so first thing when you join Premier, download the real estate treasure map, complete the real estate treasure map. There's a bunch of audios on there that uh, train you through how to actually complete it. And you can do the real estate treasure map any time of year. Of course, it's great to do beginning of the year so you have that success strategy, but you can do it any time. Point number three, we want you to be a powerful listing agent as early as possible in your career. I will never forget in one of our daily private coaching sessions, a brand new licensee posted the following. He said, I've been watching what buyer agents are going through. I want nothing to do with it. I'm going to become a listing agent immediately. And within two weeks, he had his first listing. He followed the open house plan. He followed the hot ride your real estate sign plan and became a listing agent immediately. Do not believe that you have to wait to be a listing agent. I had an interesting call. You wanted me, there was someone actually that wanted to join with us at EXP. He was in South Florida. I'm sorry, I don't remember your name. I know you're listening today. I, fortunately for you, I won't you know, mention your name and embarrass you on the podcast. <laughs> but he was the one actually that told us the story of his a team leader walking in and telling everyone he wants to be famous and this guy having the smarts to realize he needs to exit stage left at ASAP. But here was the other epiphany he had, exactly what Julie just said, because this guy's role on this guy's team was an ISA. His job was to convert the expensive paid leads that this team leader was generating. And he was telling me how crappy the leads are, even when they're, when they're you know, obviously getting these raw leads in. And so these business models that a lot of these people are following, that a lot of them been following, they may have worked five or six years ago, but they're not going to work now. So he realizes that the best opportunity he has is to become an, a listing agent. And specifically in his market and all of your markets, by the way, is to focus primarily on expired listings. Make sure you listen to the podcast we did yesterday. yesterday. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Make sure you listen to that podcast, Expired Listing Secrets. It absolutely positively is the very clear path forward for all of you. Point number four, we want you to invest in yourself first so that you can be rich and free. And the treasure map gets into that very specifically. So we don't need to elaborate more on the podcast. Point number five, we want you to build strong skills from the beginning. Now, some of you listening might be thinking, well, it's not my beginning. I've been at this for a while. And maybe you have a little failure to launch syndrome. That's not unusual. It's okay. You can hit the hard reset button and say, you know what? I am going to build or rebuild or fill in the gaps of my learning, of my training, of my skill set by being involved in premier coaching. We have people at all different levels 
newbies, grizzled veterans, we meet you where you're at, at the level you're at. And that's why everybody does the real estate treasure map. It's also why we have a survival plan as part of Premier Coaching. If you've been at it for a while and you're in the situation where you've got to make X in the next 30 to 60 days, well, you follow the survival plan. That's what the coaches are there to help you with. Go ahead. Well, no, let's jump to the next point because I hadn't realized that you and I had, uh, we have a lot of these points to get through, which we might not do today. So let's make some assumptions um, uh, so we can start on the same page as far as math. And here's what we're going to do. We're going to refer back to this math, this very basic math, and don't worry, all of you can do it in your heads, so that when we're going through the specific goals, we'll be operating off the same set of rules. So if you live in a state like Florida, Tennessee, or Texas with no state income tax, take that into consideration. If you know, we're going to assume your average sale price is 500. Uh, the, according to Fed reporting, the medium sale price in the United States right now is 423 as of January, and the average is about 500. So we're going to go with 500. We're also going to assume, for the sake of our explanations today, that you're an EXP agent. Now, what are the, again, financial parameters around that? You're on an 80-20 split. Your cap is $16,000, that you're going to be adding some revenue share over the months. So we're going to be building all of that in as well. Adjust accordingly, depending on what your brokerage situation is. The next assumption we're going to make is your gross commission is around $15,000 and up to whatever your cap is you're going to be paying a 20% um, you know, towards your cap. And if you don't have a brokerage that has a cap, you need to change brokerage. I mean, that's insane. I have these conversations on a regular basis where people have no caps. They're just paying 20% or 10% forever, no matter what their uh, you know, transactional it's volume is. It's never ending, is. in other words. It's never ending. So that's the reason we're going to assume that you are smart and you're a DXP royalty and your cap is only 16,000. Guys, in case you don't know, that means after you pay in your 16,000, you're on a, so you're on an 80/20 split, let's say, and after your 20% um, uh, combined to, you know, be 16,000, after that, then you're going to be on 100%. That's how it works. And if you're not like that, in other words, when you make 15,000, you keep 15,000. That's what 100% is. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Right. So if you're not on a cap, we definitely need to talk and remember just text me directly. 512-758-0206. So for the sake of our explanation, so we're all using the same uh, basis, we're going to assume that your average net per transaction is $12,000, that every time you sell a $500,000 house, after you pay your broker, you're going to be paying, uh, you're going to be netting around $12,000. So one transaction per month, if you're making $12,000 per month, okay, one trans, I'm sorry, if you're, yeah, one transaction per month, if you're making $12,000 per transaction, will gross you before taxes, but after broker fees, $144,000 in your first year of business. Is that okay? So in year one. That's right. So in year one, again, great time to be taking notes if you're not already. Year one, point number one, your first year goal is 12 transactions. We just showed you the math on that. This is absolutely realistic when you follow our specific plan, focusing on building skills and leading with listings. Don't believe anyone who tells you otherwise. Year one, point number two, skills you must acquire immediately. Everything have to do with lead generation, number one. Furiously fast lead follow-up, number two. Learning how to pre-qualify sellers and buyers, number uh, three. You need to learn how to be a powerful presenter, which by the way, is really easy provided you pre-qualified and followed our seven-step listing process, sending a pre-listing pack and whatnot. You need to learn how to negotiate, which again, is not really that difficult. Even in a market like this, it comes down to maybe a, a bucket of skills and techniques, maybe seven or 10 different things. Totally that, learnable. Yeah, totally learnable. Which by the way, we give you in Premier Coaching, you can actually 
um, copy addendums and little negotiation points Mm -hmm. and just use them for your own, like, you know, when you're trying to figure out how to uh, negotiate out of a complicated inspection. Well, you can just go to your daily private coaching call and ask the coach the question. I'm stuck. I don't know what to do. What's my strategy and get an immediate answer. Well, I'll just on a side just to Julie's point, you're, you guys are going to lose deals because you're going to have basically people around you that don't know how to put deals together because they've only sold in a hot seller's market. And if your team leader, quote unquote, or your broker office manager types haven't been in the real estate business for at least 15 years, God bless them, but they don't know how to sell in a transitioning market, let alone a buyer's market. They just don't. And by the way, that's 75% of the uh, all licensees right now in the United States have never sold in actually a transitioning market. So they're not going to know how to put deals together that you should be able to save or at least have happen in the first place. You're going to have deals that are going to try to basically fall apart at inspections, appraisals, even financing, contingencies, all kinds of different little finite points. So if you're not with somebody who's actually been very successful in different markets, let alone a shifting market, you're probably going to be told more often than not that the deal should just be let to die. That's just absolutely insane because you're going to go broke. That's the reason you show up for Mm -hmm. our premier coaching call. You ask our coaches how to save a deal. They're going to answer your question. Or maybe you show up for your daily semi-private coaching session and you're listening to somebody else ask a question about how to save Mm -hmm. their deal. And then sure enough, two weeks later, the very coaching that you heard that coach provide to that other agent is going to be what saves your bacon. That's how you move forward faster down the field. You know, one of the common questions we're getting, and I'm doing a, creating a podcast on this. How does a contingency work? Oh, I know. You know, and there's home sale contingencies, inspections, financing, appraisal, all of the rest. That's okay. You're supposed to ask those questions, but that also highlights the fact that not very many people know how to negotiate successfully contingencies and get those accepted and then work on them. I we, Someday we should add up the combined experience of all of our coaches because they've all been through that. I, I'm 52, Julie. I do not <laughs> want to do that. It's depressing. 177 so apiece. You must okay. have your pre-listing package completed. You must have your listing presentation completed. You must have your buyer presentation completed. You must build your confidence using each appointment by appointment. Learn earn while you learn. We do not want you to get ready to get started and learn everything and then get to work. You will go broke. And by the way, did you notice we did not mention anything about how to be a masterful presenter on TikTok? Oh, we did not because we want you in a market like this where there's an abundance, almost too much, uh, too many opportunities to work with people, sellers who absolutely positively want to sell their home who have their hands in their air saying, hell to the yes, help me sell my home. Why would you think that the move for you to make is go and do a bunch of passive lead generation marketing stuff? It does not make sense. Oh, unless, of course, you want to be famous and you don't want to be rich. If your choice is to be famous and not to be rich, because ultimately, guys, you have to choose one. If you had to choose between being famous and being rich, be honest with yourself. What would you choose? I know all of you say rich. Because I've asked that question a billion times over a billion years. But the reality of it is, is if we look to where you're spending your time, you're all spending your time to be famous, to be influencers, to be a YouTube star. It's more fun, isn't it? Older you get, the more you're going to regret that decision. The move you should be making is the choice to be rich. Rich means where your money works for you and you no longer have to work for your money. And the only way you get there is because you have earned the right to solve a lot of other people's problems and, you know, selling a home and you've made a lot of money along the way. Point number three, we talked about this in our previous math ramp up, revenue to expect year one, gross commission income, 144,000. Again, based on an average sale price of 500, gross commission of 15,000 minus 20% in fees equals 12,000 net times 12 months, 144,000 after expenses, but before taxes. That is absolutely 
Very reasonable to expect that as a minimum standard year one. Point number four, Julie. Point number four, your listing goal is to have two listings minimum at all times, assuming average days on the market are 30 or less. Now, average days on the market are stretching out, so you may need three to five uh, active listings at all times. Your real estate treasure map will help you decipher that. And again, this is basically the essence of our coaching program. It's called your magic number formula. It's the number of listings you need at all times to meet or exceed your financial goals. The work, the, the way it works is if you, for example, had five listings at all times, even in this market, you're going to have one or two that are always going to be in contract. And that's just listings. That's not including the sellers that have to buy. That's not including you double ending listings. That's and some not, buyers that spin off. Right, exactly. That's not including any of that. That's just straight up. You have five listings at all times and two sell. And then your job, your whole mission in life is to get to whatever your magic number is, five in this case, and then replace them as they sell. And then what do you have? Massive, consistent cash flow. Exactly. So point number five, and this is especially important from the get-go, but if you're into real estate a bit and you haven't done this yet, you got to do this immediately. You have to immediately set up three separate bank accounts, a savings account, an operations slash checking account, and a tax account. Notice how the tax account and savings account are not the same account. Every time you're paid, you place a minimum of 10% into savings, 20% into your tax account, and the rest into your operations or checking account. Do not commingle savings and tax accounts. The tax money does not belong to you. Upgrade your savings percentage that you're socking away as soon as possible. You should have at least 75 to 80% profit margin, not whatever you happen to be left with at the end of the month after you pay all of your crazy speculative stuff. Do that not, is not a plan. Do not meander into the new year or any time of year uh, with the belief that your primary objective is to build your brand. Because really what that is are a bunch of people trying to get you to spend money on something that you will not be a hold, able to hold account for results. Oh, I get it. So you want me to build my brand, uh, brand building, Bob? Exactly how long is it going to take for me to actually earn the money back that you're asking for me to pay? Brand building Bob will say, oh, no, Bob, you know, no, Julie, it's not about actually being able to hold me accountable for what you're spending money on. It's because over time, your brand is who you are. You are your brand. And then what's going to happen is when people think real estate, they're going to think of you. Do you really believe this, listeners? (laughs) I mean, do you really believe that? Why do you want to believe that? I know why you want to believe it. Do you know why you want to believe it? So you don't have to do what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That's why you want to believe it. You want to believe that's true. So you don't actually have to make yourself uncomfortable doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. I get it. It's a seductive message. You have your brand and the world just basically rolls out its red carpet to your front door. Very new agey, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Guys, come on. Be honest with yourself. The way you build a business, the way you have a brand, if you want to call it that, the way you have a stellar reputation in your community is because you've done the real work of real estate and you've done it at enough level for a long enough period of time. There are no shortcuts in life, guys. You've done it for a long enough period of time and you've helped enough people that that is when the world beats the door to your path. It's when you're pursuing being of service to others, not when you're pursuing the narcissistic fantasy of being a, a you know influencer or being famous. Get your head screwed on straight about that. If you're too young to understand, and I say that with love and respect, if you're still you know internally battling with this innate desire to have essentially recognition from strangers, which is really what all social media is doing. That's the reason it mostly appeals to young people because evolutionarily we are all at a younger age want to be uh, recognized and told and essentially affirmed. The older you get, the less you want that and the more you want to have financial independence, the more you want to have your time. 
you want to have your time back and the less you give a rat's ass about being famous. Do yourself a favor if you're in your 20s or even if you're in your 30s. Skip ahead 10 years and ask yourself this you know, question, what do I wish I would? If you're 25, I want you to jump forward five years or, or you know, maybe even 10 and ask yourself, ask, have your 30-year-old self ask the question, you know, 30-year-old me, did I make the right choice? Was I actually choosing to be rich or was I choosing to be famous? Or did I believe by being famous I would become rich? Did I actually buy that sucker's bargain? And if you did, well, then I'm sorry that you did, but now is a great time for you to write that wrong. You will be famous in your community. You will be perhaps famous nationally or internationally when you have earned the right through having actually paid your dues from doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do at the highest level. And that comes from the other side of actually having done the real work of real estate, actually, especially in a market like this, solved a lot of other people's problems. And guys, that's a blessing. And that is what you get paid for. Point number six, using your real estate treasure map, identify any debt that you have to pay off especially high interest rate credit cards. Now, the treasure map does address this uh, financial challenge that you have in the goal setting part on your finances, but you've got to have specific deadlines for all of your financial goals. Start with the highest interest rates and then pay them down. That is a goal to start hacking away at your first year in real estate. What'd you get in real estate for in the first place? So you can get rid of some of that debt. Some of you have student loan debt that you can go after too. Okay, point number seven, develop at least two, I would say at least three or four predictable income spokes. For your first year, we recommend, of course, building your center of influence spoke. And we've done podcasts about that. Plus one very proactive spoke like expired listings, our favorite, refer to yesterday's podcast, and or for sale by owners. Remember, when Julie says your first year, your first year could actually be your 10th year in real estate. This is essentially the rolling out of what maybe you should have had as your five-year plan. The first year of your five-year plan. Exactly. That's right. Okay, so point number eight. Thank you for that clarification. Take all opportunities, including buyers, sellers, investors, referrals. You are building your skills and need the experience. It's not time to be overly picky or overly pre-qualify you just yet. You always say, yes, it would be my pleasure to help you with that. And then ask for help from your hair certified coaches. You can refer, you can partner, or you can learn how to do that business. One of the, the clearest examples of this, Tim, I see with our coaching clients that are mostly residential and they get some commercial or mixed use opportunities. They say, yes, it would be my pleasure. They get the facts. They do their first two or three deals like that with a partner or a mentor in commercial. And then they do it themselves because they said yes. Point number nine, and this is if you're an EXP agent, you want to have at least five agents sponsored in your first uh, 12 months at EXP. And again, if you don't know what the heck I'm talking about, then let's have the conversation. You can uh, explore EXP as your path forward by texting the letters EXP to 47372. Or if you're ready to uh, move forward to and join EXP and you're looking for a sponsor who's going to be very proactive in your success and you have yet to choose a sponsor, let's have that conversation directly. Text me directly at 512-758-0206. And point number 10. Point number 10, don't waste time getting ready to get started to someday possibly feel motivated. Learning your scripts, upgrading your scripts, for many of you. And your skills will give you the confidence to speak about real estate to different types of people in different situations. Again, always say yes. It'd be my pleasure to help you with that and ask for help when you need it. You don't have time or the luxury to have mindset issues. Your mindset will greatly improve as your income does miraculously. So keep your focus on that. That's right, guys. So listen, this is the first day 
of what will be a four-part series specifically on creating your five-year plan. And that's a little confusing, but we like to keep you on your toes. So go back and listen to this podcast again. But really, if you want to be in alignment with all the points that Julie just read, when you sign up for Premier Coaching by texting the word Premier to uh, 47372 or just going to premiercoaching.com. Remember when texting message and data rates may apply. We referenced the real estate treasure map several times. It's big. It's 60 pages. Have lots of printer paper. Download that bad boy. Get it filled out. If you're married, have a partner. Do it with them. That is going to give you such an incredible sense of confidence. Frankly, you're going to not just know what your personal overhead is, your business overhead. Julie and I just did ours. You're also going to know exactly what you have to be what your magic number of listings is. What to focus on. Exactly. Guys, listen, in a market like this, you focus on fewer things to be successful. You focus on the things that are going to put you in a position to help the most number of people. And by the way, the most amount of money. Do not worry about all these other extraneous foo-foo things that may or may not work. Focus on the things that are going to put money in your pocket the fastest. And then what's going to be on the other side of that decision? You're going to have to learn the skills to do it. But you can handle it, guys. This is not that big of a challenge. And the greatest opportunity to become a listing agent in at least probably the last, I would say, 20 years is now. There's never been a better time. Why? Because we're coming out of 15 years where, frankly, agents haven't had to develop really good pricing skills, negotiating skills. Every time they went on a listing appointment, it was basically priced at you know, 10% over the last sold comp. And there wasn't a, the sellers weren't being that particular. Now, when you have skills, guys, the opportunity has never been better. So do move forward. Join Premier Coaching. Text the word Premier to 47372 or just go to premiercoaching.com. And guys, thank you for continuing to make this the number one listen to daily podcast for real estate professionals in at least the United States. We'll talk with you on the show tomorrow. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com. Thank <laughs> you.